This is the Change Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast. And this is your host, Robert Paisola. Good afternoon, my friends, listeners, great, great, great mentors, leaders, and fellow communicators. Today's been a crazy day. The past has been, as we say, it's been something that is uh, very, very crazy. When a kid walks into a school and pulls out a gun and massacres 20 kids. Now, this whole platform for the past two days has been the discussion of what happened. I've been involved in a few of those discussions, and most of them I have not. My name is Rob Pezzola, and I'm the CEO and president of Western Capital. And I've always promised you that I would never, ever go live if I didn't bring value to your life and to the things that you do, you see. But this is something that really has me concerned because everybody seems to be playing the blame game. Well, the kid was never raised properly. The kid didn't know right from wrong from taking care of his, you know, he shot his grandmother. So there must've been something wrong. Well, Rob, that sounds great, but you know, he was on Instagram and on Facebook right before talking about how he was going to do this. That's a good point. So what's the solution? Where do we as Americans stop and say, you know what? If indeed that happened, what are the requirements of the least sophisticated person to do something to prevent this. You see, it's interesting to me that we talk about what happened. We talk about what happened in Texas. And then I see the charts of what happened in Texas over the past two years. Yes, those things happened. Yes, it goes all the way back to Columbine. Yes, it goes all the way back to Parkland High. It goes on and on and on. But what do we do? Where is our accountability? And what can we do? Now, I'm going to make the assumption, because everybody in this room is a communicator, a leader, a motivator. And you all have been discussing this. What solutions do we have to bring to the table as the spiritual coaches, life coaches, business coaches, And people who are absolutely mentoring and people who actually have a voice around the world in what we say. Isn't that a great question? I'm going to bring up a good friend of mine right now. And I heard him in another room. Let me me preface this. I was in a room a minute ago and it was a lady who, her name is Darlene. She's a very, very awesome lady. And her and I have some great opinions of, of things. She's from Las Vegas. I'm today in Salt Lake City, Utah. And uh, I have 30 minutes to discuss today to, to do this. So I'm going to bring up one of my friends. And, and he was trying to bring her to understand 
that there are different ways of looking at things and there's certain accountabilities, certain ways to be accountable for things, but we're not, we're not looking at it. So my friend, I'm going to welcome you to my stage because I really, 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 really want to hear what you have. Now, guys, remember, we're talking about solutions. We're not talking about what happened. We know what happened. Good afternoon, my friend. How are you? He's on hold. So that's the question. We know what's going on. We know when I was in school, it was not normal to have shoot downs with kids. It's not normal to be 18 years old and go out and buy a, an AK-47 with 300 and some rounds. In my town in Newark, Ohio, where I grew up, I would probably have my parents called by the gun shop owner saying, what in God's name is this kid buying? My friend, this yes. is Launcher. Welcome back. Uh, sorry about that. Somebody, uh, go ahead. It, 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 this is me. This is you. I've, I've been in your, I've been listening to the whole thing. Go ahead. I want to, I tried to, I tried to get a word in, but, um, you know, <laughs> she didn't let me. So I was like, I kind of went mute after a while and she was just, on and on, and there's nothing attack against her. No, but it's let's let's talk about solutions. Yes, yeah, solutions. So, um, I we well, you spoke, you and me spoke about this before. Yes, it's, it's the attack on male uh, um, kids. That's the actual problem. Okay. Male- so what? So let me let me yeah. let me clarify what you're saying to the the listeners because you know I I broadcast around the world and everybody knows that and everything you're hearing in this little room right now will be reverberated all over the world with, with everybody's name. So please understand that if you come up here and talk, that's the way we do it. Bottom okay. line, guys, it is a male thing. Why are males? Uh, you know, I'm going to let you explain what you mean when you say it's a male thing because it it makes sense whenever I hear it from you. For me to replay it is probably not in the best hint because it's not in the best favor because you say it the right, you say it the way you see it. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. I, 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 I work with guys and I'm trying to teach them to become men. And now I realize um, there's more and more guys don't want to be that anymore. You know what I mean? And I think, okay. It, yeah. I want you to explain that to our listeners. What do you mean? They've been trained. You're telling me that, you're telling me that people that are 15, 18 years old don't want to become men. They don't want to stay be home men. and live with mommy. Not just that, but they've lost the dream. Like there's nothing left. If you really think about it, put yourself in a 15-year-old kid's shoes today. What do they have to look forward to? We're coming out of COVID. We're broke as hell. We're in debt. You can't make a business unless you're already rich. Uh, forget about wanting women, <laughs> right? Uh, yep. it's the, it, between the Me Too, the, the We Don't Need a Man, the... Um, uh, attack everybody has a right except for a male man a straight male man and uh, god forbid you're white because that's on top of that right um you got all this what do you really have to look forward to okay now this is a great question because you brought this issue up before and it's yeah. actually a very scary topic because this happened before the shooting and there's a you could you could hypothecate and 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 put transcend those two comments and say that this child had no future in his mind. So he said, I'm going to kill my grandmother and I'm going to kill 20 people in a school because I have nothing to live for. Is that what you're saying, sir? Well, here's what, here's what supposedly happened. I guess, uh, I don't know if this is true, but supposedly he wasn't going to graduate. So, um, that right there, he was being shunned for this whole inclusivity thing is bull. 
because he was gonna. So he right. did not. So he did not get his participation trophy. Yes. So he had. So he, he went to school all those years and did not get his piece of paper, and that's what that that's what triggered him. So Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. So that's what they said. I don't know. It's not me. Okay. But so then after that, he got in an argument with his grandma. That led up to shooting her in the face. Then that led up to the police chase, right? Where he eventually crashed, right? Happened to be right in front of the school. Then from there, he uh, he beelined to the school, somehow got in and shot that classroom up. That's what supposedly happened. They don't tell you how he got in, right? They don't tell you how he crashed. Hell, they don't show you nothing, right? You don't know nothing. Well, we, what we do, what we what we do know is we know what we see on well, I actually. <laughs> What I know is what I see on YouTube with people who are actually taking live video that's not censored by the major networks where yeah. I worked before at NBC. So, you know, if you look at if you look at the press conferences, those are heavily didacted information. I mean, that's just oh. that's just reality. Here's another I, thing. It wasn't the cops that shot him. Guess it who was it was? C, wasn't, uh, hold on. Let me before you get there. Yeah. Wasn't it a CPS agent or a uh, the Border Protection agent that caught the shot? Control. Him? Border, Border control. control. OK, that, here's another I thing that I heard. I, I know where you're going with this now, brother. And you're Mexican. Yeah. So anybody in this, anybody who's listening to this right now needs to understand, you're hearing these words from a Mexican. 100%. He's not not racial. He's not racial. This is not a disparity of race. He's telling you what he sees. Go ahead, my friend. Yeah, born and raised. So I know both sides. So anyways, the Border Patrol guy, well, I had a daughter in there. This is what I heard. I don't know. And... That's why he went in, right, guns blazing, and took the guy out, or the kid in this case. But let's face it. He's 18 years old. He's a guy. Okay. Right? That's accountability in the, in the world of, uh, of law and all that, right? Now, sure, he can't drink, but that's completely different. I don't know why people always go to, well, he can't buy beer. Yeah, because that impairs your judgment. A gun okay, okay, okay. I get, your I get what you're saying, but help me understand right. how, how because he's a male – and he's a Hispanic, I guess. He's Hispanic. I guess he's yeah. Hispanic, right? So he, you can't say he doesn't like Hispanics because the whole school is Hispanic, from what I okay. can tell. Yeah. Maybe sure. I'm wrong, right? Um, so his problem is this: Look, we, um, he had no future. Probably had, you know, no girlfriend. Clearly, um, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like, well, you got now, now. You know, in my rooms, you got to back things up. What do you mean the kid no had pe- no future? What you mean in his mind, in his mind, he had nothing to offer. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Okay. Right. And he had no future with no girlfriend, with no he dating, no job, no, 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 no coding. I mean, I'm here in Salt Lake City right now and they're teaching kids how to how to literally go over to Adobe and Facebook and Google and start coding the day they graduate from high school. That that's dead serious and make a hundred grand. That's Even real. They- even if they could code, though, can they get a girl? Like nobody ever. Man, you're okay. I, I, you know, I, I don't have an answer for that because um, I'm a ter- I, I'm a great, great businessman, but when it comes to relationships and love, um, I think I'm too aggressive. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had the talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, I, th- I think I am. But, yeah. but, but. So, 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 what did the kid have? He he turns 18 years old. He goes to a gun shop. He spends all this money. Back when you were a kid, wouldn't they call your dad and say, hey, man, uh, Mr. Mr. Space, uh, you better get down here because your kid is 18 years old. He just turned three days ago and uh, we got a problem. We need to talk. Yep. Isn't that what isn't that what should what should happen? 
yes, like you don't just sell like you would be like, okay, you know, why do you want it for, right? Or what you yeah. gonna do? like what you know. So what do we do? What do we do about these things? Because you know what? It's not ending. It's Here's not the other ending. Thing. Uh, I heard, I don't know if this is true, again, the the actual guns that he bought weren't not the ones that he used. So there's that. <laughs> wow. Oh, here's another thing. He, apparently, he had threatened that he was going to do all of this. So you see, they never tell you why. What you know? Why that class? Why right. that school? Why he had threatened it? He had put it out there on Facebook, supposedly that he was right. going. So there was a reason, right? You know, I, I thought I thought about this, and I heard about this the other day. I was like, you know what? And I, I was trying to think of any kind of scenario that would that would verify this, but. Whenever I graduated from high school at 16, I graduated a year early. And, and when I was 18 years old, was I so upset at somebody that I would go back and completely want to be, you know, completely wipe out my, my, my kindergarten teacher or my third grade teacher? I mean, think about how crazy that is, that, how that sounds. Yeah, no, no. When I graduated, I wanted to leave. I left. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And I chose to go to college. And that's right. You're right. Yeah. I left the country to become a professional wrestler. I had yep. no, I want nothing to do with school. I couldn't wait to just leave and never see anybody again. <laughs> so the question is, brother, what do we do? If this is still happening, is there a way to stop it? Yes, you give back the kids their future. They don't have a future. They don't have dreams. There's nothing. They can't own a house. Shit, I can't own a house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, There's no oh man. future. Yes, I hear date. you, brother. I hear Unless you. Unless you're a millionaire, you. and even that, no. it's not real dating. You're buying it. So, so what you're telling what you're telling me is that is that these kids are so downtrodden, they don't have a visual of what their future could look like. It used to be work real hard, get your they education, have go to college. That doesn't exist anymore, does it? But they do have a visual. They have a visual of the facts. Here's the facts. Go ahead and tell you're me. You're going to go to work. You're going to pay the rent. You're never going to own anything, and you're going to be happy and comply to everything that's coming down the pipe. You can't get a gun. You need to muscle your face, right? Put one of the big uh, the mask on your face. Everybody just bent over and took it. What do yep. you think these kids see? They're like, that's all they know, compliance. Uh, that's it. Wow. Think about if I wanted to make a movie, I need millions and millions of dollars at that point. Why do I make a movie if I already have the millions? So, so tell me something. What was different? Uh, how old are you? I, I know you're in California, and I know we've talked many times, but your age is twenty uh, something. Thirty. You're thirty. Okay. So when you were thirty year, when you were going to school, did you have uh, shooting drills? Meaning, like, did you have a, uh, the drills in your class that that, uh, that if there was a shooter in your school, did you have that? No. We had the fire alarm. Uh, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And and then you go to the locker and you yeah. bend over and you, you kind of put your head over your head for that. Yeah, the earthquake that. drills. We yeah, had yeah. stand in the sun drills because that's what it was. Right. <laughs> Just standing in the sun. So, 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 so what, what do we do with the, what do we do now to get these kids to give them hope? Because that's what it sounds like you're trying to tell me. To give them hope? Well, sure. we need to hold actual criminals accountable. Explain. Well, you, you always see on the news, we caught the, the shooter, we caught this guy, we caught, and then you'll never hear about him again. You won't know why they did it. You won't, don't, you don't see the interviews. You don't see him again. That's it. Until it's somehow like many years later, oh, this guy's being released after all. It's like, really? Yeah. It's like, that's it. And then you'll never hear from him again. Yet we hear every day 
how they want to place more laws, more restrictions, more this, more that. And every day, kids ain't stupid. That's another thing that I, I don't like when people talk. Children are not stupid. They they're see very, they're very they, aware. They're very aware, aren't they? Yes, they know what's coming. And they, their hopelessness. The only way uh, kids in the United States have one way to go comply or go to any other country, which is supposedly shittier, right? But that's your only two options. Every other kid from every other country has the option to go up because they're already coming from a shitty place. <laughs> See what I mean? It's the difference. Right, right, right. So, so in other words, the argument might be that, that, they can go someplace, but it's just going to be worse than they're at now. Yes. And, you know, there's really no nowhere higher than they are now. So why yes. even try? Exactly. Wow. And not wow. only that, but again, like everybody else has a uh, sexual, uh, what is this called? Um, uh, liberties, right? You're free to, but if you're a straight man, I can't say I love ass, right? Women ass, but I get shunned. Oh, you creep, right? Predator. Do me a favor and explain that because I'm sure a lot of our listeners don't understand that. I want you to explain that, please. I think they do. They just, you know. But anyways, I, I'll explain it. So um, I don't know if anybody's been at a uh, trying to get a job or anything lately, but you always get the big speech, right? The sexual harassment speech. And, and, they, and it always goes one way. Everybody else has a right to do whatever they want or want to be sexually except for guess who? A regular straight man. You got mm. no rights whatsoever. You can't even make a joke. Get fired immediately. Yet everybody else can do whatever they want, right? Wow. So there you go. It's that simple, but you know, we just take it because we're men. We do what we do and we get what we went want and get any way we can. At least the good ones. Right. We don't bitch and moan about it. Because we can't. That's another thing too, on top of it. But, right. Right. Just basically explained it. It's that simple. And uh, uh, most guys quit. They don't, they, they like, screw it. Uh, you know, they take so, uh, Let me ask you, at what, at what age do you think kids get to the point where they just say, that's it, I can't, I'm done? It starts from what I've seen. I've seen it in kindergarten and, and right from the, anything that happens, you know, they don't tell the parents. They bring cops in to scare them. Ah. You know, people don't know this, huh? And no, it's, it's actually it's actually terrifying if you ask me. Yes, yeah, so kids don't know what's up at that age yet. You got cops there sitting there, basically almost threatening they're going to arrest them if they ever do whatever they supposedly were. Um, uh, uh, what's it? You know, when somebody points that you did something. Yeah, but you're a kid, you're at one a one grader, second grader. It's like really, and they they're scared. They're going to tell the parents because they know the parents too. Uh, parents nowadays. Like I heard earlier, I'll end with this, um, that you need to be, if you can't communicate with your kids, really, and I've seen this, parents are so fake, they'll be fake to their own kids. How do you think that affects their kids? Think about that. Jeez. Look into that. I'll leave you with Thanks, that. Thanks, my brother. Thanks, my brother. Much love, man. Guys, this is Rob Paisola, president of Western Capital. We're sponsored by Mercedes-Benz, and I promise you when I bring you content, it is valuable. Stand by for station identification. You're now listening to the world-famous Change Your Mind. Change Your Mind. Change Your Life. Change Your Life. 
Podcast. Broadcasting worldwide with your host, Robert Paisola. Ladies and gentlemen, give way for Robert Paisola. Broadcasting on 107.1 on the Man Cave Podcasting Network and beaming worldwide on the Spectavision Satellite Radio Network live from Las Vegas. Today's episode is brought to you by Mercedes-Benz, featuring sleek luxury and pure elegance. Visit your local Mercedes-Benz dealer today. And take advantage of exceptional deals for 2022. Bringing you the top news and guests from around the globe on finance, credit, life, or just how to fix that dent in your pocketbook from COVID-19. It's Robert All right, and we are back. Today's topic is discussing solutions. What are we going to do? Everybody I talk to says, yes, Rob, it's happening. Yes, this is real. Yes, there's this has been going on. And then I see the spreadsheets of all the actions that have occurred over the past seven years. And it's all downhill. Then my friend steps up and he says, Rob, Rob, you're missing it. The kids have no ability to see past what they're looking at right now, right? They don't have the ability to look past what they're doing right now. Why is that? Because they don't have a future, because they don't see the future. I was in a room the other, just a little bit ago, where they were saying that the parents haven't been trained to be parents. So if the parents haven't been trained to be parents, how can you expect the kids to even have an identity? to know what is right. Now, again, I'm right now in Salt Lake City, Utah, and this place is completely, completely different than 400 miles away in Las Vegas. Right now, we're teaching our kids coding skills and teaching everybody on how to get into Harvard and how to graduate a year early. Guys, that's real and where I'm at right now. That's how I grew up. So I'm trying to understand, and it helps me so much to hear things from my friend, uh, Mr. Space, as I hear his stories and his, 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 his take on what it is that, that these kids are, are, are lacking. Because if what Mr. Space is saying is true, then we're screwed. So what you say, are we really that screwed that there is no hope? We could always talk about the fact that religion has died. I mean, that's just a that's a metric. Religion has been completely disseminated and destroyed. These kids kids aren't going to church like when I was growing up, like I tend to still do, because I find that it brings me farther in my in my in my it gives me sanity. Because this world is a crazy place, as Mister Space said. But what do we do? Today's topic is a fact. We understand the issues of racial disparity and inequality. We get those issues. We understand that it's real. Racial disparity, I am not even going to sit here and argue the point. I can sit here all day long and talk about the fact that it exists. How inequality. My friend made a movie called Disparity based on uh, uh, the COVID-19. Think about disparity. Think about how the shots were given in disparity. Think about the states that got the shots first. If you really want to talk about that, 
the states that had the money, the states that said, okay, my people have an average ag- aggregate income of $86,000 a year. And so guess what? They're going to, they're going to have it and they're going to have it first. And that is real, my friends. And if you want to challenge me on that, I'd love to have you come up to the stage. But what I'd really like to hear is somebody who is a, a psychoanalyst, somebody who's actually sat and thought, someone who's a life coach, someone who's a spiritual advisor, someone who deals with these kids that can tell me what we're going to do and what we need to do as successful adults who have made it. What can we do to give back to stop this, this absolute destruction of our society? My friends, yes, we're at war. My friends, yes, people are now losing their extra food stamps that they got, and they're barely getting along now. Yes, I get the fact that we're raising rent, $1,000 for a single mom with four kids. Yes, I get all that. What do we do? What can we do? Well, Elon Musk is to spend, I don't know how many hundred billion dollars buying buying, uh, buying uh, Twitter. Is that the solution? I don't know. I don't think so. But what do we do? We as the leaders, we as the people that are on TV, we're the people that we're the people that people come to for advice. You see, the people that follow me are people who are educated, who understand, are willing to take a stand, who absolutely stand there and say, you know what, this is good, but it's not good enough, or this is going to work, or we're going to create change. Please make your statement. Help others. You see, you can have all the power in the world to communicate. You can have all the power in the world and all the knowledge. But if you don't share that knowledge, aren't you as guilty as somebody who hasn't attained it? I don't care if you have 14 followers or 1,000 followers. I don't care. I know some of you, and I know almost everybody in this room, and I've heard you. If you've been given the gift to communicate, give me the gift and show me and teach my audience what we need to do to help these kids so that this does not continue. Mr. Space said himself, these kids have no future. They don't have the ability to see themselves doing anything but existing, going to work, paying the bills, living for the man, in a lot of cases, going to jail, following the rules, repeat, cycle, and rinse. Love, <laughs> man, that's a, that's, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I don't even know how I would have existed without love in my life. I, 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 don't, I don't know how I would have been able to do it. We have, we have a guest waiting. I want to hear this. Thanks, guys. Oh, hey, Daryl. Come on up, buddy. Daryl, guys, is an absolute, absolute superstar on this app, and I am very, very glad, Daryl, you're on my stage. Daryl, it's Robert Paisel, the CEO of Western Capital. Welcome to our room today, and the topic is discussing, what are we going to do, Daryl? Well, can you hear me, first of all, okay? I got you, brother. I got you right here. Okay. I pulled over to the side of the road to uh, communicate with you on this topic. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is, um, you know, starting with a better or different foundation earlier. And what I mean by that is, 
Um, I, I really think that our education system needs an overhaul. Um, I, I really what do, you, do okay, believe... what, what do you what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Let's let's let's, let's extrapolate on that. I agree with you, by the way. Yeah. On a fundamental level, mm-hmm. I just want to know. I want to know. I want you. To, I want you to dig a little bit and tell me what you mean, because it's it's kind of screwed up, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. I think that we um, <clears throat> see. I think we have to teach people at an early age that the leverage, the gearing of how the external world works, is based on our internal worlds. And so, if we can learn to leverage. Um, let's say, you know, love, uh, I'm saying divine, divine love, that sort of what we're made of kind of love, or if we're able to leverage um, just kind of having ourselves a little clearer, a little less wounded, a little less harmed, right? If we're able to leverage that, we could literally, you know, use the power uh, of something much bigger than us, you know? Uh. To, to to allow manifesting the kind of life that in the future will be very beneficial, right, to everybody. And and so it I say it all starts at home inside you, you know, and how we fulfill uh teaching young people early on that how we are on the inside is how the world around us starts to look. And it's not the way the, the way that we look at it now is the toxic world is affecting us and keeping us and holding us back and all of these kinds of notions. It's, it's almost like you're using the back uh, gear of the bike to pedal the bike. Excellent, the excellent analogy. Bike, excellent analogy. The, the pedaling starts with us on the inside. And, you know, <clears throat> minus religion or any kind of controversial thing, I still think we can have these discussions about what love is because i don't think any religion owns what love is you know um and and so i think that when we when we know better we do better when we love better we nurture better when we nurture better we love better wow truth 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 i that, that that's but but the, the, the power to nurture, if all you get is negative feedback and you live in an area where, and, mm-hmm. and, I, and, and I'm sure you, you grew up in a background where you weren't having to fight for your next meal, Daryl. I'm, I'm, and I would, bet my, I would bet my life on that, you know, but I'm sure you've had ups and downs just like we all have. But there is a time. We were homeless. We were, we were homeless, a family of six yeah. kids, uh, three, four times in our lives. Uh, I had to get a job at 13 years old to put food in the, in the cupboards. So I didn't have it but easy, you, but, you did. but, I, but you I'm did still though, privileged in a lot of ways. Yeah. That's I'm right, still yeah. privileged in a lot of ways so, um, so think about because of safety. Said. Yeah. Think yeah about safety. I, I was yeah. good. You yeah. know? So think about what you said. It had to be done, right? We're, we're homeless. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah, have right. food. Okay, great. Everybody yep. get together. Everybody pound ourselves. Yep. Bam. Let's go do it. Now, 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 right. now does that yeah. exist now? Right. That's my question. Does does that does that teamwork hmm. of mom and dad and the kids and everybody does it exist? Would everybody say, okay, I'm 13, I'm going to go out and sell the, I'm going to do the newspaper. You're 16, you go out and go to Walmart. You know, mm-hmm. does it exist now? Yeah. You know, know, that's a really great. It's point. pretty scary. That's a great point. We have four kids. No, it's pretty uh, scary. Well, yeah, this generation um, is a bit entitled because I think 
we have done some we've we <clears throat> uh, <laughs> remember when we were i don't know how old you are but we used to talk about keeping up with the joneses back in the 70s and 80s oh right God. yeah and that was i'm a 70s <clears throat> yeah so so similar to me um so keeping up with the Joneses was, you know, looking at your neighbor and how green their grass was and how nice their cars were. And that was it. But for the Generation Z, they've known nothing other than social media. And they've known nothing other than the comparison at a global scale of facade versus that's the new Joneses is the facade of social media, the smoke and mirrors. Right. The filters. You know that is an absolute. Do you realize, do you realize how serious that is? Of course you do, because I've heard you talk about it. Do you know that people believe that that's the way people live and they benchmark their life mm-hmm. on trying to become yeah. that, that, that fictional character that doesn't exist because of the filters, right? Because of, you know, there, there are kids mm-hmm. that go out on these excursions in Las Vegas and they have a private jet and they have all these private rooms and, they, and, and, and 10 of them will go. And all they do is they're, they're called, um, they're called uh, Instagram photo sessions and they take them to everywhere. So that, that way people have the belief yeah. that they're living that lifestyle. Whoa. Can you believe, have you ever, yeah. can, would, would you believe that? Hey. No, yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> Believe me, I'm so cynical. I've been in the media business for 30 plus years. I'm yep. cynical of all of that stuff. Yeah. So what do we do? How do we smoke? How, because smoke and because you're in media, which is kind of cool. I, I I worked with I worked with NBC, and you know a lot of the stuff that 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 my friend mentioned a few minutes ago, we're not allowed to even talk about on air. We're not. They, they censor everything. Everything that we talk about, even regarding the, the 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 shooting that just happened, we're censored. We can't. We can only discuss certain things. That everything has to be vetted by legal. Okay. Now, anything I talk about here is open open forum. I can say whatever I want, and I can I can correspond and say whatever I feel is necessary as an individual because I'm, I'm not speaking for NBC News National. You see the difference. You're not mm-hmm. speaking for your radio station or yeah. television station either. But there's right. still the point. Right. There's still the point. There is disparity. There is inequality. I don't care who you are or what you do. You 100%. have to agree with it. Yeah. But what are we going to do for solutions, my yeah. friend, Daryl? That's the question. Because we can't be killing each other for the next 20 years. I mean, even the not. Well, yeah. Uh, the, Go ahead. We, well, we, we have to understand that we're, we're not only are we upside down, we're backward in how we look at uh, how this all works. Um, I just had a talk here on this wisdom platform about, you know, Deep, it's you know, the idea that you know, the gearing is exactly right is that when we realize that our insides is what gives movement to the outside, and when we create the exhaust of the car, is the intake of the car, you end up with getting you know, sick cabin air, you end up with a yeah. car that's sputtering and doing all that, and right. that's what we have is the output. We're, we're taking a look at the Kardashians and the outputs uh, of all of the craziness and we're taking them as our inputs and we're, we, we don't have any kind of reservoir to keep ourselves from being toxified by the outside world. It's no judgment about the outside world. It's just the circuitry, right? It's just saying, wait a second, maybe we need to start with love because that's what we can be made of. And that's what the greatest parts of us becomes made of, right? Is when we have pure unconditional love, that's when the nurturing starts to happen. That's when, you know, people start to have promise where somebody else dismissed them. 
you know, it's it's when we start to realize that the whole system is up to, upside down and backwards. No judgment, but let's fix it. So, so let's fix it. There's something that you said that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask I'm gonna walk you through if I can. It all mm-hmm. begins and ends with love. You know, we, there's seminars that I do, and there if you've ever heard of impact trainings or if you've ever heard of anything like uh, maybe um, landmark forum, any of that stuff. When we ask people, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And we dig and we dig into the life and we figure out what it is that they're missing. 100% of the time, I've had people start with, I want a private jet. I want a Lamborghini. I want a house. I want this. But at the end of all of that, that process, and I'm not disclosing processes, I'm just telling you, it's always love. We're always in search of love. Now, yeah. If you are not searching for love and if you're not willing to say, I need love and you have a hard shell around you. Wow. Then you know what? I'm just thinking out loud. There's a possibility that you'll never experience love. Therefore, if you don't have love, what do you have, brother? Yeah, it's not going to work for everybody. Right. But understand that there's there's another thing there's another layer of this right when we come here to this 3d realm we're made of some kind of divine stuff of the universe right yes and we are isolated in a way from that stuff we're made of because we walk around in the 3d world around other hurting beings right Mm -hmm. and we're, we're around the way people have monetized their lives and with the comparison others and all of that so when we when we realize that we have an isolation and loss problem because of the primordial loss that happened when you were conceived when you were conceived that was your first dramatic loss from where you came from and that loss is that you're you're a bit isolated however there's a solution to it the solution is to it is when you can go home while you're here and that's the only way to do that is to elevate yourself in toward love and into the field of love because that's where you feel like you're at home that's when you don't do school shootings because you feel complete Uh, you feel whole you feel loved you feel less isolated you feel less in pain with your emotion because it's the 3d world and the isolation and all of the mitigation that we do with our behaviors because of that isolation that makes us real think that we're in hell but we're really not we're just a lot of really lost souls that need to realize that the way home is through love. Wow. Well, what do they say? Be careful what you ask for. And I was very clear on the type of people that I wanted to speak today. My friend, Daryl, you come from a very special cloth. And uh, it, it, and the fact that you took the time to pull over, number one, I say thank you. The fact that you're using your using your influence to assist those people that are having the, the the problem of understanding what is love and understanding what they can do to not even have a thought, not even have a thought of going out and killing people. You know, that, that's really what it's about. And I and I think I think you're right, Daryl. I think if we if we take all the solutions that we're looking for and we melt them all down. Mm-hmm. It's going to be family and love. I think those are the two things that I see as being critical 
to fixing this problem as being part of the solution. Now, family, not everybody has the silver spoon. We get that. And when I say silver spoon, I'm not talking money. I'm talking about just a, a general familial system. But your family's, you are your product of your family. Let's just, let's just say that. Love, man, love is, the, love is so powerful. People do anything for love, don't they, Daryl? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear oh, me? I hear okay? you perfect brother. Can you hear me? Okay. Oh my, yeah. My Android just timed out. So I no. went to black screen. No, but fine. yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is um, I always say that it comes down to a decision of whether you're going to be an up or a down, you're either progressing in your mindset or you're degressing in your mindset. And I think it, a lot of times we allow our priority to be on the material world and we just, we just allow it. However, if we realized how toxic it was for all of us to just sort of allow this massacre to this God component of who we are, it, it really does shred us in our core being to just allow this to keep happening. So if we say to ourselves, wait a second, the compassionate thing is to teach early that you are made of this love and love can heal all. And allow that the truth will come through if you allow it to. And you know that nurturement comes when more of the outside world feels the love and the unconditional love as well. That's when it doesn't matter about the family because you put your arm around that student. You yes. put your arm around that cousin, nephew. And you say, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm with you here. I see you. I feel you. I, I love you. And you're going to be okay. And that's, and that's the thing. It takes a village. It takes a connected village. It takes a village that is connected to pure God love, that unconditional love. And that's what it takes. Families can be broken. Mm -hmm. But it's our system. It's our priorities. When those are broken, that's where it gets hopeless. Yeah. Yep, it does. It does. My friend, thank you. Thank, thank you for you. your time. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. For participating. And uh, there'll be a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of thoughts on that, my friends. Because of our contract, I have three minutes. I just want to summarize, and I will come back later on tonight. I want you guys to know how much I love you. I want you to know that the people that are waiting, I will talk to you later on. I have to go. Um, this is a situation which we must figure out. Listen to what listen to what he said. Listen, love, family. And is it not true that through love we can accomplish anything? Right now it's 12.15, excuse me, 11.15 in Los Angeles, California. Today is Thursday, May 26th. This is Robert Paisola for the Western Capital Multimedia Network. No portion of this broadcast may be reproduced or replicated without express written consent of Western Capital and or its assigns. My friends, I love you, I care about you, and we will be back tonight to discuss more solutions. Because my friends, if we can't come up with solutions, and I want you to understand one of the best people on this platform, and, and there are very few people who I would say best, he pulled off the road because he has the ability to communicate. And my friends, if you have that ability to communicate and you hold back your ability to share, shame on you. Because right now we need to love each other and we need to be there for each other. 
not just during this time of crisis, but moving forward, we deserve each other. I love you, my friends. God bless you. This is Robert Paisola, and I will be back soon. I just have to do a live uh, for NBC, and I'll be back in a little bit. Stand by. You've been listening to the world famous Change Your Mind, Change Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast. We hope we've helped you get on the road to do both. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook, Clubhouse, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasting, Google Podcasting, and Instagram at Rob underscore Pisola. Reach out to us by phone at 1-800-373-8913 and send your questions or comments to VIP at westerncapitalmedia.com. Until next time, this has been the world-famous Change Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast. You've been listening to the world-famous Change Your Mind, Change Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast. We hope we've helped you get on the road to do both. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook, Clubhouse, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasting, Google Podcasting, and Instagram at Rob underscore Pisola. Reach out to us by phone at 1-800-373-8913 and send your questions or comments to VIP at westerncapitalmedia.com. Until next time, this has been the world-famous Change Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast.